Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I am your intergalactic invader, Chris. And I'm the eccentric woodsman, Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Excellent. Excellent, my friend. It's December now. Yeah, I wore a jacket today. You wore a jacket today? Uh, You know, it it got down to 30 degrees on, uh, I want to say, like the... second of last week oh, and really? i did not enjoy that no, i did not no um, i'm about to be in minneapolis <laughs> so which if you're from the, the great white north which a lot of my family is uh, not from minneapolis but uh, michigan wisconsin and whatnot you're probably like oh no this is nothing yet <laughs> wait till you hit us in january or february well i live in texas <laughs> Yeah. So anything no. below <laughs> 50 degrees is freezing. The heater is on. I'm done. I don't go outside. Yeah. I've needed to mow my lawn for a week and a half. And then you know what? Unless it's suddenly 70 degrees, <laughs> I, it's just going to chill that way till spring. Yeah. My father's family is from the New York State ah, area. The New York and State I, area. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a difference between New York State and New York City. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, I know what and, you meant. I just right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't uh, have to say area. And, I think state covered it, but well, I'm just trying to be thorough. I used to visit for the holidays, and Upper New York State is not fun when it snows. Uh, it depends on your I, age. Uh, the first, huh? I, I, it depends on your age. Like I didn't like it once oh. I was old enough to be. Look, I was a teenager. I disliked it. But seven. I was seven. Six to twelve. I love the snow, man. When we were visiting, the first time uh, that I can remember, they had a, a two-story house. They had a door just on the second floor with a little tiny little porch. And I, I think I asked my dad a couple of years later, I was like, hey, dad, why did why did grandma and grandpa have that door on the second floor? Because, oh, so when it snows in the... It's up to the second floor. You can get out of the house. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to live there. I don't want to go back. I'm done. I'm <laughs> yeah. done. Why? Why'd you ever take me here, man? <laughs> I mean, the the people up there say the same thing about tornadoes down here. So that's fair. I'm just no. I get it. People are like, oh, you can't handle the cold. I know. Yeah. I've, that's why I don't live there. I have a couple of friends in California. Who were like, I don't know how you can stay in tornado land or tornado country. I'm like, yeah, because there's no earthquakes. That's why. <laughs> I'm not on the other side of a mountain, so it never uh, yeah. rains. <laughs> yeah. I once, I, I had a friend come over once. We were kind of newer friends. Uh, they came over and I had stuff hanging on the walls and it blew her mind that stuff could hang on the walls. It's like, yeah, put whatever what? I want. Like, I put things in the shelf. I don't even have the shelf nailed into the wall. I don't even care. Well, fair enough. They'd lived here for like a year and it never dawned on her that she could put stuff on the walls. <laughs> Yeah, you live here too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of living, yeah, in new places, oh, yeah. uh, we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. What did we watch, Anthony? We watched the 2017 sci-fi horror action flick mystery thing called The Recall. Oh, I watched Total Recall. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. The, no, that I, is uh, also a horrible movie. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Oh, I meant the remake. I meant the remake. I saw enough, the remake enough. at a midnight release. <laughs> oh my God, I've never hated myself more. <sighs> no, I never saw the second one. I just couldn't. It had so many big names attached to it. I thought, yeah, this this has got to be better than it looks. No. I just couldn't. No, it was not. The Recall, as you said earlier, was released in 2017. This film stars Wesley Snipes, R.J. Mitt, Jediah Goodacre. Jedi- this movie was- Jedediah? Jedediah Goodacre. What did I say? Jediah? Yeah, yeah. You missed a syllable in there. Oh. Oh, sorry. Jedediah Goodacre was released on June 3rd, 2017. Yeah. It's pretty unique. So a couple of things about that sentence or a couple of sentences you just read off of Wikipedia, Christopher. Yes, my friend. For one, I completely understand why Wesley Snipes has top building. I, billing. I understand why RJ Mitt has second billing. They are not the main characters of these of this movie <laughs> in the slightest. Third, did you actually click on Jedediah Goodacre's name in Wikipedia? Yes. It takes yes. you to a mo- a Disney Channel original movie called Descendants. <laughs> I don't... He was in that movie. Uh, I don't know why Wikipedia has chosen to redirect his name to this entry. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm glad it wasn't just me. He's just not famous enough to have a... I mean... Like a Wikipedia... Like, that's the thing is, someone probably edited the page to redirect to his name on purpose like somebody absolutely did that on purpose it just 
It's an interesting choice because he's been in some other things. Jedediah Goodacre is the second, I believe the second actor, maybe the third, that we've accidentally seen something of theirs more than once. Oh. Yes. I don't remember what he was in. You don't remember what he was in. Uh... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit right here and wait for you to realize it. <laughs> Go to his filmography. It's not very far. Uh, oh, it is Kyle. <laughs> he plays Kyle oh. from The Order, the 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 oh. character in which you've been asking for fan art for months. I completely forgot what he looked like. Me too. I didn't realize it watching the film either. Oh, oh man, because it's a completely different character. He was also in Tomorrowland. He's been in The One Hundred, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Apparently he was in Descendants two and three. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's been in the Vampire Diaries. Like, oh, the originals Vampire Diaries. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. he's been in a good handful of things. Twenty five acting credits since two thousand thirteen. Not bad, not bad. But uh, yeah, our good our good buddy Kyle, the superstar from the Order, <laughs> showing back up. And really, you know, watching this movie. I got to say, I, I don't know how he got a role in The Order. I don't know how that happened. So something else must have been going on in between. Not that he's I bad mean, in this movie, but who watched this movie to realize that he was in it? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean, this like, if we want to continue some facts, this movie, <laughs> this movie had a budget of $3.6 million. Uh, oh, sorry, Google says... million. I don't know why. It gross revenued $112,000. So that's what I would call a failure. I don't know. Uh, Pretty sure. Yeah. So part of it, do you know why this movie costs so much? Wesley Snipes? Not just Wesley Snipes. Not just Wesley Snipes. No, I I don't know. I went to therecallmovie.com and I read up on the production of this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a website? There's a website. So the recall, and I'm I'm reading off of the website under under there about the production section. I'm not reading the whole thing. I'm reading the last uh, couple sentences. The recall was shot for the new Barco Escape three-screen panoramic theatrical format, which fully surrounds audiences and offers the ultimate immersive cinema experience. Portions what? of the film were also shot for virtual reality. There is a VR trailer for this film. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. Because you're just watching it on Amazon Prime, and it's just another... It it, it is well shot as far as the... You can tell they aren't using... We've watched some films where you're like, did you you film that on your Nokia? What is going on, right? (laughs) Uh, To go further about this, the director of this movie, um, Mauro Borelli, Mauro Borelli, it's, I'm reading about as one of uh, Hollywood's premier visual artists. Some of his most significant concept designs include the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, Captain America, Star Wars Episode Eight, and his long collaboration with Tim Burton in Sleepy Hollow, Planet of the Apes, and Dark Shadows. What? So the director is obviously not primarily a director. He's a visual concept designer i guess and he's worked on these big things and and i I will say one of the standout bits of the recall i think is the design of the aliens and the props that are used and i I think this is why like i said there's a reason why it cost them 3.6 million dollars and i do wonder how much of that is because of this new or unique way of filming it and and presenting the film apparently it was only there are only three, four Escape Theater releases. Two of them in San Antonio, one in Rochester, and one in Palm Rochester, and one in Palm Springs. So it wasn't like Man. that. That type of experience is, is widespread. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea any of that. I'm always interested when a movie actually has a because their movies used to have websites and then they had Facebook pages and now they pretty much just have Twitter or Instagram feeds you don't really get a website so when I said it had a website and it wasn't a foreign film I was like okay what is going on here man it looks like it's simul released video on demand on iTunes and in theater at the same time so still well, straight I mean, to stream it, very limited I think it was like 31 theaters and in the US uh, besides those yeah. escape theaters another four or five in, in Canada so Man, I can't believe that. I had no yeah. idea any of that craziness. I did, I did not do Absolutely any research. Uh, I am glad that I, 
that I picked this out of a hat of four movies. So, yes. Great. So yeah, so this Excellent. is that's really, really interesting. And I'm going to read yeah. up more about that whole escape theater setup, if it's still a thing, because that's, that's uh, interesting. That's according interesting. to Wikipedia, there are... There's one in Plano, Texas, and Richmond, Texas, and Tomball, Texas. Oh, nice. So okay, that's, no, that's yeah. not too far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not too not far. too far. Fourth of my day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, it could be a few states away. <laughs> well, I've given you a lot of facts. We haven't done. We the one you want to go with the normal facts and not the unique facts. Sure. Movie? Do we want to give a blurb? I guess I will blurb. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, I'm just, I don't know how to follow that. IMDb says when five friends vacation at a remote lake house, they expect nothing less than a good time, unaware that planet Earth is under an alien invasion and mass abduction. So that's the exact same blurb that's on the website. And I believe that's the same blurb that's on Amazon as well. So it's pretty consistent. I, so. I do have well, a question about the blurb. Sorry. Blurb me. Well, <laughs> or, uh, ask your question about the blurb, I guess. Uh, I is mass abduction a hyphenated word? Is that how that works? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but if you do know, write to us. Yeah, please tell sci-fi us. Sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. Tweet us. Let uh, us know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got lost on my train. Oh, yeah. Speaking of consistent, 0% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Six reviews. I'm going to... I'm. This... I, I really do want to know how we get an IMDb or I'm sorry, not IMDb. Um, I remember I looked at it a little bit, but I, we should really apply and get. What do we got to figure out how we got to get one of those things? To be a critic, to oh, be a, uh, a critic on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Twenty-seven percent um, audience score out of three hundred. Out of three hundred and twenty, mm-hmm. we're also sitting at where'd my thing go? There it is. Uh, Metacritic doesn't have Metacritic rating. <laughs> nope. IMDb has it at four point two. With a median was... of four, barely. 18.6% of voters out of yeah. 6,700 some odd are out of four. 18.4 out of five. So it's almost got that median of five. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be four and a half, right? Technically. <laughs> I mean, if, well, because that's not how yeah. medians work. But yeah, sure. No, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh... Learn some math, Christopher. <laughs> no, the mean. I'm uh, thinking the of the mean. You're thinking of the mean yeah. is four and a half. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I'm still not done talking about the facts. I want to talk about oh, okay. something else. Yeah. I want to talk about a very factual thing. I want to talk about Wesley Trent Snipes. I want to talk uh, about how his middle name is Trent, apparently. I didn't know that. <laughs> I want to talk about how his last name is Snipes. Yeah. I mean, feel free, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, Mr. Snipes, as I'm going to refer to him for this part of the episode, already made a debut in our podcast, but for a very different reason. Mm. Um, we talked about... How he just has about like a, I want to say like a nine or ten year run. Oh, yes. This I is think one of those made, famous out of pod conversations, I think. Yeah, I don't know he, if this made the cut. He made some of my favorite movies I've ever seen. He made um, the best he, movie of all time. Demolition Man, yeah. Passenger 57, yeah. White Man Can't Jump, yeah, New yeah. Jack City, yeah. Major League. Uh, U.S. Marshals, Blade, come on, The Art of War, Blade 2. Uh, I'll even give you Blade Trinity Thank if you, you want. I appreciate it. Oh, Murder at 1600, The Fan, Money Train. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just made banger after banger in the 90s. I, I think his legal troubles aside, I think his personality probably wasn't too conducive to his fame. Oh, uh, no. and, Have you heard like, in, any of the stories from that, that Patton Oswalt oh, shared about him on, on yes. set for Blade Trinity? Yes, and like I don't know how much of an actor he is or isn't, right? But sure. he just he got old, and then he got out of the game, and then action movies passed him by. Sure, which is well, and then he got his for, little for Expendables three. Yeah, yeah. I just you know how we talked about Liam Neeson had an action movie renaissance, right? I uh, don't think you we know, talked about that. Did we not talk about no, that? No, no. You've br- you've mentioned, I think recently, oh, yes. well, that we talked about it, but we 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 haven't talked about it. I'm I'm pretty sure we did. At least on uh, at least didn't make it into a podcast. Anyways, Liam Neeson had an action movie renaissance mm-hmm. from Taken, right? So, why can't I, I just wish Mr. Snipes had had a serious movie renaissance, you know, because sure. now that he's older, action movies are a little harder to do when you're at that age. You know, they're probably not as profitable for how old is he? He was an actor. He's fifty-eight. Oh, okay, yeah. So I just I wish he had, like could transition into serious film because I I love the energy that he brings. I love his voice. 
I just I love Wesley Snipes. I think he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Sure. That's my piece on Mr. on Mr. Snipes. But in terms of the recall, I'm not sure what he's doing in the movie. He's not <laughs> So uh side note, he's gonna be starring in a up in a sequel to Coming to America. Ah, so that's that's obviously not an action film. So we'll see, we'll see. I'll tell you what Wesley Snipes, Mister Wesley Trent Snipes, is doing in the Recall. He's doing a couple of things. One, he's making some money. Two, he's making up his own lines of dialogue and not listening to anyone when they tell him that he can't do that. And he's just gonna keep doing it the rest of the movie. Uh, three. He's essentially playing Blade, but in the forest. <laughs> I think I have that as a note that I need Blade Four to be him in, in the mountains hiding from the vampires, and it would can basically it, be a it... remake a remake of the of the Recall combined with <laughs> the Blade universe. Yes, perfect. Would the would it be called Blade Florist? No, because that's 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 not what that no. Well, no, no. Like the word, the number four gets used in the word forest. Yeah, but you so it's oh like, forest. Yeah, yeah. Blade four. No, oh, did I say I florist? Sorry, I meant to say forest. My fault. you did say florist, which is a completely different blade spinoff. <laughs> <Movie>. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when a man kills all his opponents? There are no vampires. One man <laughs> becomes a venture capitalist. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he moves back to Detroit and finds his love. No. Any, uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. Oh, goodness. That's what he's doing in this movie. So, the recall, like lots of other. So, are we, I'm sorry. Are we out of the. Fa- I'm out of facts. Are you out of facts? I'm done with the facts. So, the recall does that thing that a lot of movies like this do, where they put the two biggest, rec- most recognizable names in the movie uh, on the front and center. Like if we look at the poster, the only people you can see on the poster and the only names in the poster are Wesley Snipes and RJ Mitt, who I, I do want to say I like RJ Mitt quite a bit. He's a pretty interesting person. His work with uh, cerebral palsy is pretty interesting. I liked him in breaking bad. Uh, I don't know if you've seen breaking bad. No, not many episodes. No. So that's uh Walter jr. From breaking mm. bad, you know, and he's, Outside of acting, he's famous for actually having cerebral palsy and, and deliberately looking out, looking for acting roles that, um, at least early on, where he was able to, to educate people on it. So, like, that's what led him to being on, on Breaking Bad and whatnot. He oh. does a lot of work for that. So, I, I really I have a lot of respect, right? But he does not deserve to be on the cover of this movie. Uh, <laughs> he is a supporting actor. He's a supporting character who, honestly, I don't know what he's doing there. <laughs> his character uh, his character is there and i'll and and if and if i was rj mitt and i was about to get paid to get carried around by wesley snipes i'd do it i don't even care i'll take the minimum you know i'm like look i got carried by wesley snipes he had to, we had to do that take eight times <laughs> i mean i'd do it so no disrespect but he's not he's a c-level character at best what was the movie we watched where we eventually came to the conclusion that it was two different stories that they had merged together. Ooh, more than one time um, that's come up. Uh, what was it? Um, <laughs> the one with the where they with the robot kid and the girl that's not a robot and she let and she falls in love with him. Uh, we make fun of it all the time. Oh, Aurora, I'm drawing a blank. Aurora, yeah. So, well, not Aurora, but Aurora. What's it, what's the what was the release name for that? I don't remember. Because <laughs> we want the Aurora cut. We're still looking for the yeah. Aurora cut. The I want to see cut. it. Yeah. I've watched the trailer a few weeks ago. Hold on. Let me. I'm pulling it up on RSS right now. It's going to be something dumb, like one word. Yeah, well, John Cusack. Like Aurora. Uh... <laughs> ruined that movie somehow. <laughs> Hold on. I'm almost logging in. It is Singularity. Singularity, yes. <laughs> I looked at it right when you said it out loud. I think that's kind of what this story feels like to me in the essence of brevity. When it comes to this movie's plot, five college age kids, they're driving through the woods. They're going to a cabin. They stop at a gas station. They run into Wesley Snipes' character. By the way, I do want to point out that I think this gas station is the gas station from Tucker and Dale, Dale versus Evil. I'm pretty sure it's just a I, set up there. Yeah. I, the yeah. the cabin they're in looks so familiar. I'm sure I've seen it in more than one other movie. Yeah. yeah. It's someone's house, probably. There's some mysterious cloud formations in the sky. As it turns out, it's aliens. 
they abduct people and as Wesley Snipes des- explains and describes what happens is they give you upgrades he's able to move something on the table with his mind apparently those upgrades turn you into a Jedi fair enough yeah essentially they all get abducted and then you know that's pretty much the movie well they yeah, then they get released they don't remember what happened then they kill a bunch of cops and then go hide in the woods yeah and like Wesley Snipes like Wesley Snipes <laughs> and I, I this is one of those this is one of the few times one of those rare rare times where I, I kind of want to do a full plot breakdown for this movie it is uh, it is no I'm not gonna but it is so ridiculous <laughs> and disjointed <laughs> that I, I I don't think anyone would believe us like we could give the plot breakdown and be like man that's some weird stuff they just made up there's no <laughs> well, that's way what I was, that's that's what i mean i i definitely think there is there's something to be said for the way this movie begins i think this i think the concept of this film much more than the premise works and that concept okay. being that this is supposed to be a visceral experience i think that's the go that was their goal in the way they shot it to have mm. a, a 360 degree theater and there's even a vr trailer i like the premise I think the idea of an alien abduction where, uh, spoilers, and 321, the aliens, I mean, they're harming us, but what they're doing is essentially testing out advancements to their own mm-hmm. race on humans. Yeah. I think that's pretty neat. It's interesting. Cool it's a idea. cool approach to that. Yeah. I feel like that's a plot to an episode of Stargate SG-1, I feel like. It's a, uh, I feel it's like a Star Trek plot episode. somewhere. Yeah. 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 Well, I specifically remember an episode with Bait with uh, Kid O'Neill. Where he gets abducted and then he comes back. Oh as a kid. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a, a plot. Well, and there's the episode of Star Trek TNG where alien entity impregnates oh. Counselor Troy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Riker and yeah, they're getting surgery in the, a different phase of reality. Whatever. whatever. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this movie at its beginning opens up like a lot of typical tropey horror. Yeah, where yeah. a bunch of kids driving off into the woods. And then they run into someone who is, you know, counterculture. Like this guy is a survivalist who lives in the woods who kills animals and skins them, even though there's a sign that says respect nature or something to that effect. Uh, I think that was a no littering Um, sign. But yeah, he also says, keep yapping, see what happened. (laughs) Then he pulls out his pump action shotgun, which doesn't shoot shots. It actually shoots single bullets. But we'll talk about that later. Look, man. (laughs) <laughs> and was it even a slug i don't want to hear the haters saying well it slows your thing no it shot a bullet okay it shot a bullet <laughs> they run into this this individual they get scared and they end up later going into his cabin and, can we uh, talk about so also I'm get sorry. scared there let's talk about this before what? they you're talking about them going into the cabin it, this blew my mind so i want to say as a, to back up just a little bit my very first note for this entire film is <clears throat> i hate white people <laughs> All right, oh God. skipping back, skipping forward. I mean, seriously, how entitled are these children? Uh, the everywhere, everywhere in Wikipedia or in the descript- descriptions on on IMDb or the official website, that all says teenagers. So I know you call them uh, college aged. If they're supposed to be teenagers, they've got to be eighteen, nineteen. So I guess that's still technically college age. But we're, we're barely, right? Barely. Like they like okay. just graduated and they're going out for the summer. Blah blah blah. They go up to this cabin and they're like, oh, yeah, I used to come and look around in here all the time as a kid because it's her mom's cottage they're staying at. And I'm like, yeah, there's obviously someone living there because there's dead animals hanging out like they're fresh like rabbits. They're not yeah. rotting no, and I things like that. that. Yeah. Like they're they're hanging out. They, they walk in and they're like, oh, look at all this stuff. I don't remember this stuff. Look at the pictures on the wall. And I'm like, yeah, you're trespassing. <laughs> well, their friend RJ, Brendan, uh, played by RJ Mitt, just got a it's got a uh, not a assaulted but accosted by forest blade and he's just like i guess we could go look inside i'm like no man go mind your own business so so for one they're entitled children uh, and they did whatever they wanted to do what they're real lucky you know, is that forest blade didn't booby trap his house before he left because which i find that kind of be a plot hole if you're a crazy person living in the woods <laughs> trying to hide from the government and the aliens you booby trap your house <laughs> so i get everything that you're saying I thought the cabin was on their property. I mean, they had to walk through the woods to get there. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. It doesn't matter. He's he's obviously squatting there, or something. No, sure, no. You're totally right. Everything that you're saying. So is when I accurate, say trespassing, I mean no, no, no. You no, know, maybe not. I get the what you're saying, sense, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes it makes even more sense as you explained it because you're you're going off on this right. And I was like, 
I mean, that's their cabin. And then as it, as it dawns on me, either it's not their cabin or regardless, like you're still right. They walked into a place that was clear and evident that someone had been living in. Yes. Like, totally oh, accurate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like if I, if I walk into my, uh, my home, you know, when I've been gone and I, for a while and I walk in and, and I notice that other people's stuff is in it. I walk out of my home. Like I leave. I mean, I'm calling the police, but I mean, I leave. Like, I'm not like, oh, let's go look around. Like, no, that's not safe. Cause the person who's <laughs> illegally squatting, you just don't want a confrontation like that in an enclosed area. That's all I'm trying to say. No. Sure. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I, I do have a very important question. Yeah. Was it, was it Forest Blades intention all along for these kids to get abducted? That is a great question because I have, <laughs> I have down here. Why? Why? <laughs> what did I just watch? Uh, can't um, we just so, get beyond Skyline? <laughs> I never saw Skyline well, or Beyond Skyline. Yeah, that's a that's a Mystery Science Theory three thousand joke because they oh, they make the can't we just get beyond Thunderdome? Oh, <laughs> I just this movie is. Can we can we talk about characters? Let's talk about characters. Because I feel yeah. like we're going to go all over the place with the plot because it is all over the place. Let's <laughs> let's break down some characters. There's only all right. 6 of them and one of them is gone for most of the time, so they don't really count. We have Wesley Snipes as the hunter. Yes. Uh, RJ Mitt as Brendan, Jedediah Goodacre as Charlie/Kyle, uh Nico Papage? Pepage? Yeah. Pepage? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. As Rob Laura Bilgeri as Annie, Hannah Rose May as Kara. And if you hover, if you click on Nico Pabaj's name, it also takes you to some other random date da- divas. divas? Um, I'm not even. I'm. I closed the tab. So let's let's go through. <laughs> we've already talked enough about Wesley Snipes. He's living in the woods. He was an astronaut. He had gotten kidnapped by aliens, and now he's freaking out, and he's living in the woods because they're gonna come back for him. And he's well armed, but doesn't booby trap his his place he's squatting it rj mitt we've already mentioned his character is basically worthless he's out there with them so there's the other four teenagers are kind of coupled up there's a set that is a couple and they obviously have been for a while and then there's other two that are kind of being set up as a couple but they've not met mm-hmm. before this so rj mitt is a photographer he's set up some motion sensor cameras in the woods he's hoping to catch some wildlife through the night which is actually pretty interesting his big contribution, besides getting a picture of Wesley Snipes in the middle of the night in the woods, is getting caught in a bear trap. So not only did Forest Blade have, I'm hoping that was his 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 bear trap, so that he can gain a little bit of points back. But what was it doing just randomly in the woods? It wasn't. I guess he's hunting. I I don't even I don't even care. I don't care. So he gets that happens to him. He gets carried a couple of times. He gets called sissy boy by Forest Blade. He's stuck in a bear trap, and Forrest Blade looks at him and goes, uh, "Why are you whining so much? You need some cheese with all that damn wine." And I was like, "Oh my God, Wesley Snipes, what are you doing? What are you doing to me? Why are you doing? How are do you, you think, doing? Do you think he actually played him as Blade? It's but it's um, it, it doesn't matter. I, I will say no, he did because he's because he, he's got the haircut. He has some. He's got some Blade isms." The way he moves his eyes, like yeah. in his like his neck motions, he's very bladeish. Do you think that was by design? Uh, no, uh, you know what? As I a don't... choice, is it total choice? No, is it his choice or was it someone else's choice? Yes, absolutely his choice. <laughs> he's blade, man. Come on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he delivers notes signed blade. I like the way that he gave the exposition. Like I liked West, like Wesley Snipes giving exposition. The scene was so well shot, and he's really pushing it like i was okay with them spending four minutes of him basically just filling in backstory for the aliens Mm -hmm. so rj mitt whatever brendan uh, come on brendan says whatever (laughs) so let's talk about you who do you want to talk about next you want to just keep going Uh, down the list what do you want i'm ready to go on on jedediah okay not much of an actor jetty kyle is not great (laughs) Well, what's weird is he's great in the order. Oh, he's fantastic in the order. He he is one of the best actors in that show. He's much better just, than all of his, his similar aged 
uh, coworkers. It's, it's got it's got to be a phone in. Like it really does. Like it's got to be a phone in. Mm. It's also I think it has to do with a lot of that. Has maybe has to do with the direction. Sure. Like pr- pretend to be a guy who's who just killed his girlfriend in a car accident. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's your motivation. <laughs> My first note about Charlie, Jedediah Goodacre's character, Charlie, I'm kind of aware that calling these characters by five different names as we go through description kind of makes it confusing, but that's how it feels watching this movie. So, yeah, well, they can't handle yeah. it. Uh, so he, he's rude. Like he's introduced to uh, this girl, Annie, and they're like, yeah, hey, this is her friend, Annie. She's single. You got to get back on the high horse, buddy. You got to get back, you know, on the saddle or whatever. Get, Not back on the gotta high get horse. Back out there. You, know, you got to put yourself back out there. They're trying to push him. Yeah, man. And he just has his headphones on. This is the whole trip. And I get, like, as I've been on both sides of that. I've been not not that I've caused a car accident that killed my girlfriend, but that I have <laughs> I've been the friend that's pushing the other friend to come, you know, hey, come do this thing. You need to come do something. You know, I've also been the friend that's been pulled or pushed into doing something. And when you're that you're that friend who's been pulled or pushed into something, you owe it to your friends to try. And yeah. He's being At extremely least... rude. He's not he's not even giving it the old college try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he hasn't been to college yet. No, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> he's got great hair. Oh, he's got great, great hair. hair. Great abs. Great hair. Yeah. They they, make, they go out of his way hair. to. There's a. I have a note in here later on. Was like, put your shirt on and wear a belt. You're walking <laughs> through the woods. Your pants are gonna fall down if a bear comes. You know, like. But he's well, he's definitely a little bit of eye candy. Technically, belts were invented as a fashion accessory and not as part of your. Oh well, he's his the way his pants yeah. were sitting. <laughs> Uh, on his hips. No, he, I got they, you. He needed to, he needed to pony up. Uh, speaking of ponying up, Nico, Ugh. I think did a pretty decent job as Rob. Are you, are you just a psychopath? I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, he goes like from zero to sixty pretty quick. He <laughs> shoots his girlfriend. Well, before that, before that, he points a gun at his friend during like a minor yeah. dispute. Or minor argument. They're trying to figure out what to do. They're all freaking out because the Hannah are attacking. And he points a gun at his friend. <laughs> and this is after he saw an alien and didn't tell anyone about it. He somehow took a... What is this? This is a normal revolver. This is a this is a gun that John Wayne would have shot, right? So yeah, a six-shooter. Like yeah. And he somehow trips and falls and fires it. How do you accidentally fire that type of gun? Like, it's so... It's got to be... It's uh, so trigger discipline out the door, barrel discipline out the door, takes a random <laughs> shot in the dark, shoots his girlfriend in the stomach. I my Oh, my gosh. And it's just one Hanar. They're they're worthless. They're harmless. And the <laughs> is that a Mass Effect? Reference? Yes, it is a Mass Effect reference. <laughs> I actually wrote down the blobs from Mass Effect and then later remembered the word Hanar. <laughs> This guy's toxic masculinity is leaking everywhere. It fills the scene. He is a worthless human being. Oh, and then he hatches this plan to run out, grab the battery that has been charging uh, because it got shorted out or whatever. That's not how batteries work. And since his friends pretty much like, uh, like hangs about to drive. Yeah, he's like, like, hey, why don't you all run out there that direction and distract him? him. He's pointing the gun at him. They're not his friends anymore. Yeah, no, he, he just showed his true colors, and he's an Rob, idiot. Not a good dude. Not a good guy. Uh, but also, I mean, there's strength in numbers. So even if you're going to be a little bit of a psychopath or a sociopath or whatever, yeah. he's not very smart. Oh, he just cracked. He just he cracked, cracked immediately. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Bill Jerry. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Just the last thing about Rob before oh, we move on. I was very happy when he died. <laughs> I was very happy. Uh. Laura Bilgeri is an Austrian actress and model most known for her supporting role on the 2017 science force science fiction slash horror movie, The Recall. Cool. That's about it. Everything yeah, else. That's all she's got. Yeah, she's, I don't know anything else she's been in. But she was in I an episode pretty, of iZombie. Okay. I think she was pretty good. I think she's probably the second best actor in this whole bit. Okay. I, waiting, I can't disagree. I'm waiting for you to ask, ask, but okay. I, we all know who the best actor in this movie was. Yes. Uh, and that is Hannah Rose May as Kara. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, <sighs> she's portraying a, a young American teenager like this. Is, I, I think no, the only people that stand out for being bad is probably Charlie. 
I think Charlie's the worst actor. Sure. Or, or um, Jedediah Goodacre is the worst character. Like he's the worst actor in this movie. I think he gives. The, I'm going to say that he gives the worst performance. I think yeah. that's a little bit more um, accurate. Uh, yeah, totally accurate. I think Nico was great at Rob. Like, I mean, if Rob was a character written for me to hate him, it worked. And you know, Annie and uh, you know, Kara had nothing. Annie she died Cara. pretty early. So yeah, I mean, but they weren't bad. No, well, I mean, I think the only problem well, I maybe really... their acting was a little stiff. Yeah, a but, little stiff. I mean, the yeah. the only problem I had with Annie, and this isn't really the actress's fault. I'm pretty sure this is the direction of the script or whatever. But every time they're walking through the woods and she's with Kyle, she's holding on to him. She's got her arm around his waist. She's like clinging to him. And I'm like, man, if y'all got to run, that's not how you run. Like you can't run and hold on to somebody like that. You can barely run and hold hands on even ground running through the woods. It's just, and then that five seconds, they established that she used to cut herself. Yeah. First of all, what? <laughs> I'm all for giving characters depth. And it's cool that... I guess like I, I'm kind of split on it because on one hand it did absolutely nothing for the story. They're getting chased through the woods by alien creatures and uh forest blade is around and their friend is getting, is about to get caught in a bear trap or just did. I, I don't recall the events and their direct order there. And that's when you decide to reveal her a little bit of a troubled teenage years, you know, like I'm glad, like I'm glad that we're representing people going through those, those types of problems and who've overcome it and blah, 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 and show that, that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm, I'm a hundred percent behind it, but maybe the timing was yeah. not great. Learn to, learn to pick your spots. Yeah. Like that should have been something like you kind of, well, I mean, to be fair, like he didn't really talk about his girl. You well, know no, he, I mean? when, like, why would you? So, okay. Right. Why didn't she already know that? How horrible of a friend is Kara? Kara? Kara. <laughs> that she's like, here, let me set you up with this guy. Yeah, he's single. Let me just leave out the part where he may or may not have caused a car accident that killed his girlfriend less than a year ago. But you should go for it. He's totally great. Yeah, just like, that's don't a, go, a don't. crucial piece of information that you should probably give somebody, especially when they're apparently sharing a bedroom in a cottage after they've just met. Yeah. Just red flags. Both Kara and... Because I wrote down, Rob is a horrible person again. Then I thought about it. I was like, no, Kara is her friend. Why? Kara knows. And if... Yeah. Like... <laughs> well... Yeah, maybe she was like, go for it. Just don't go in a car with him anywhere. It's <laughs> like, that was her, oh, no. that's all she said. Oh, no. Oh, man. Or maybe she's like, what kind of car does he have? Uh, oh, he has a bottom new one. He was in a minor fender bender. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. And th- there are some additional actors. Uh, I want to give shout outs to them because there weren't that many. Uh, Sean Millington, he played a, car- a character named Colonel McAllen. Graham Shields was prisoner. Romanovich, mm-hmm. Vakelis, Rian, Shannon. Yeah. His astronaut Jackson. He's in a flashback for like just a second, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not much. So I want to give a shout out to one additional actor, Scott Andrew Nettleton, who played oh. the alien in the rubber suit. Oh, yes. Please shout him yeah, out. Yeah, great he was man. Not mentioned I, on I, a... I, I haven't, I say I'll never get bored of it. I might, but I've yet to be bored of new takes on the typical gray alien yeah we're just gonna make it look like like typical like gray i think is what they're called right alien Mm -hmm. but this is our take on it i I really enjoy that little tie-in like they did that in independence day Uh, obviously they did that here they they do an XCOM. they do in a lot of different things i liked the design of of the uh of the alien creatures yeah i mean this dude uh say what you want about this movie and its plot uh but i i think is visually striking in a lot of places i really enjoyed the sets the alien sets mm-hmm. i thought the the way in which they seem to have integrated biology and technology i thought was pretty more or neat. less there's a lot of negative space on that alien spaceship like <laughs> a lot of space now, he's on an operating well, table and there's like 15 feet of space all around him and i'm like no there's nothing there well, maybe well, I, I think it's supposed to, when you're watching it in, in a 360-degree theater, I think that's the Oh, that, that, like you're right. To, maybe maybe it's yeah. the three-screen three like thing. It's, maybe, it's, maybe it's different. It's supposed to be, like, that's what I meant when I said visually striking. Mm-hmm, like, you, mm-hmm. your eyes get pulled around the room. Okay. I'll give it that. I take back that Thanks, criticism. <laughs> no, uh, but you are right. There's a lot of negative space, yes. I think this is one of those movies where, like, 
I don't know how many times this script was passed around. You know, it's been it's probably rewritten a bunch of times because, like, like I said, it starts so cliche, mm-hmm. and it doesn't end in any way cliche. I thought the 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 idea that like how uh, Wesley Snipes becomes a uh, an outcast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and he's they don't, the way they mark the ping, the the people that they've abducted is with these scars, the scarification. It's like intentional damage to the human body to identify. So if the aliens ever come back, they can be like, oh yeah, this is this was test uh, zero zero point a five or whatever, right, right? Right. And I thought it was cool that the kids that came to the woods for a fun vacation end up having to stay in the woods Do they? because they're now outcast from society. Do you Do know what they, I mean? Though, so that's. I guess I'm a bit confused. I mean, they disappear into the forest. They do, but why? Because they just killed a bunch of people. But I guess, <laughs> but no one knows. But yeah, I guess. I mean, what what's going to happen when their car is found in the middle of the why road? Why did they kill all the, I guess. Yeah, why did they kill all these cops? These five people are missing. Yeah. Let's contact their families. Yeah, okay. Like they're, why they're, did they're... Wesley Snipes help them at the end? Why did that cop get shot in the shoulder and then immediately use that arm to try to strangle somebody? <laughs> He's, he's tough, man. Um, well, no, like, he's the first cop I've seen on a television show or a movie that I was like, oh, I'd take him. That's I'll take that guy <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> I mean, it all goes back to the it all goes back to my question much earlier, which was, do you think he wanted them to get abducted? Uh, I don't. He like don't. messes with them, right? Like at the at the gas station. Well, he's poking or, around in his stuff. He's about to like get into his, yeah, his no. stuff, and he's like, "What the heck?" Yeah, no, I totally get that. I'm not. I'm not questioning that. I'm saying like he gets involved with them, and then they go to his cabin, right? Well, then they get so, involved with him. Yeah, right. It, so if if he was going to do anything, like he would have just done it. I mean, he does wreck his car, right? Whatever. But then. The car is found, the battery's dead because he wedges a piece of metal. Did he, though? Like, between the terminals. Did we, I don't think we, like, did we ever establish that he did that? I, I don't know who else would have done My it. My note at the time was that Charlie did it because he's a psychopath and he's going to start murdering everybody. Little did I know Charlie Rob was Rob? actually the one who's going to start <laughs> oh. murdering people. Uh, that was like, that was my prediction at the time. Ah, uh, I totally thought that Wesley Snipes did it because he knew that the aliens were coming back. And he was like, I'm going to get these kids abducted because they broke into my cabin. I don't know, because he's then, helping but, them at the end. So he's... Well, so once they get abducted and they survive, he's like, okay, well, now they're going to experience what I experienced. I'll save their lives. He didn't have to save their lives because apparently they could regenerate from bullet wounds. Yeah. I was real happy when they died a second time. And then they then they came back to life a second time. <sighs> this movie had more endings than Return of the King. It could have stopped several times and just didn't and every time it didn't stop and that wasn't the real ending i was like whoa oh okay wow what's wow and that's oh we're still we're we're still going doing this okay and the movie's not very long for me to say that it's what 90 minutes 90 minutes and it's a pretty brisk 90 it is it is it uh i mean it's got three four minutes of of credits so it's you know with nothing no stings or anything like that so it uh it's, it's definitely got a real fast pace to it I don't know. So it's I've been on kind of a, a there's been a trend with my analysis and the, the recent movies we've seen in which I felt that a lot of movies we've watched would have been better served as television as an, you know in some episodic format mini series television um, series whatever multi part right where you could really get into it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to continue that because I apparently have to because I've I've pigeonholed <laughs> myself I've given myself a bit. <laughs> This, I I was like, I don't know how you could possibly do this as television because it's so chaotic and every episode would have to be something different. And then I realized that if this was just some sort of experimental miniseries in which every episode had a different writer and director and it was a completely different genre, but basically and had no goal, no one knew what was going to happen next, but they were like, oh, we got to take the story so thus far and do this with it. And some dude in the the middle of this six or seven episode miniseries was like, <laughs> "There's aliens. Deal with that, other people." <laughs> that's that's what this movie. This I might enjoy it more in that way. So, but it's a bit of a stretch. But it, I really no, I get- kind of feel that you could have done, you could do something like that and if they had been more. I don't know. Well, I I think you're right because this 
I feel like this is another movie where there's two stories that somehow get interwoven into I've, one. I like, feel like there's three or four. I think there's just too many like, ideas well, going on. I think you, like the beginning. Oh, slasher the, or like tropey. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think the the flip would have been that Wesley Snipes, like in this other horror movie that we're watching, that you're right. It is Charlie. Charlie is the killer. He 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 didn't accidentally kill his girlfriend. Like he intentionally right murdered. Right. Which her, at right? the at the and point then, where I wrote that note, we hadn't been revealed that she'd been killed. And then he kills somebody, but then blames it on the hunter. And then he keeps doing it. And then eventually it turns out that it's him that, or that it's him. Right. right. That could be a movie in and of its own. But for whatever reason, like right in the middle of that movie, aliens come into play. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I feel like the hunter's character was definitely completely rewritten. So Mr. Snipes could do whatever he wanted with the role. That's cool. And then... Uh, Everything else, it just like the scenes with the military, like when they're in a bunker. Yeah, yeah. Why are they there? Story wise, it's there to to lend credence to everything that Wesley Snipes says. But they don't need it. Well, because as the audience, as soon as we have other characters and somewhere somewhere else also corroborating his story, he's no longer. He's a bit crazy, but okay, everything he's saying is true. Where That's if fair, if they didn't I'll have that, that, we would be like, what? Why are you believing him? Uh, what's happening? Which still, no, that's you know, fair. but no, I can change my mind. You can. I, I mean, you shouldn't, but you absolutely can. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> other than that, I guess the only thing to really do is, uh, you know, uh, unless you got anything else, got any closing thoughts? I guess is that what you're asking for? Are we doing closing thoughts? I was gonna say, uh, have you found your KG replacement? Oh, you were gonna ask me who is Kelsey Grammer. Who is Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey Grammer is the dude in the alien suit. <laughs> I've already used that one. <laughs> but he speaks as Kelsey Grammer to them. Yes. Mm. Uh, I, I don't Fair know enough. who you would replace. Could he replace Wesley Snipes? I, I don't, doesn't feel right. Maybe he's just, I was going to say he, he's the general. He's the colonel yeah. with the general stars <laughs> at the military well, bunker was, a few miles away for no reason. You just have this big name actor doing that guy's lines. <laughs> No, no well, reason. I was going to say he, he was one of the military officers or he's the prisoner. Oh, the prisoner. Yeah. Uh, I, he has to be smoking a cigar during his scenes to really pull it off. I think right there. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think he could be the hunter. It's, it's not that I wouldn't believe oh. it. I just think it's, what if I don't want anyone else? I don't want anyone else to be the hunter other than Wesley. What Stokes if he's just the cop at the end that gets murdered in five seconds? <laughs> like he shows <laughs> up at the end the of the movie. And like, what? He, yeah. He's the gas station clerk. <laughs> what is because that's a there's a uh is a trope is it a trope whatever and like in law and order right everyone's like who did it and i'm like well it's that famous actor over there because why else would he be here if he wasn't gonna be yeah it's definitely him right but how great would it be if kelsey Grammer is a red herring in this movie (laughs) and the only reason we're even thinking it could be him is because it's kelsey Grammer. but he showed up for 20 minutes and he got paid and he's out all right cameo appearance (laughs) fantastic I have identified my idiot of the movie. Oh, I think I've identified mine as well. <laughs> I it's it's clearly Rob. Clearly. I mean he, he wins the award running away, absolutely, with Brendan coming in a very distant second for uh invading other people's privacy. Uh <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere somewhere where you don't live with people you don't know. Rob pointed a gun at his friends, <laughs> shot his girlfriend on accident. He, I don't think he actually he fires the gun a few times and he doesn't hit anything. These aliens are like seven feet tall. The Hanar are floating around. They glow in the dark. Like, how do you not? It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it's Rob. It's It's 100% 100 Rob. Rob. There is no one else who could win this award. Like, I mean, he gets a vote. Brendan gets a vote. Like, if you're assigning first and second place votes, he gets like one out of every hundred second place. I mean, he doesn't do anything. So I don't mean, oh, besides step on a bear trap, but it's in the dark. You can't really blame him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think that Forrest Blade was about to amputate his leg whenever he put that tourniquet on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, he's about to amputate his leg. Oh, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. Well, he he sticks that stick in his mouth. Yeah, I was was like, like, oh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. (laughs) Looks like we're having a field amputation. Uh. With just two movies in a row. Not in a row. That'd be two movies very short, shortly together with amputations. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I could take another one. Fair enough. Well, final thoughts. When it comes down to it, the recall, not good, not a good movie crafted 
fairly well. Yes. As a, as, as a film, as it exists in the medium that we have chosen, not a good movie to watch, but a, at least a good movie to look at. I'd say that. Would you say that it is less than the sum of its parts? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll, I'll, I'll uh, agree with everything you said, and I'll add that my very last note on my list here is uh, I still hate white people. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> if you feel the same or you don't feel the same, write to us at sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. While you're writing us your hate mail or agreeing with our positions, if you agreed with any of them, feel free to stop on by iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. The more five-star reviews we have, the higher up on the charts we go, the more people who can listen to this podcast and tell us how we're wrong. So jump on it everybody also you can swing by you know a select group of social media we are on the instagram as the sci-fi wise guys and we happen to be on twitter as b underscore roll podcast we post episode updates uh funny memes and occasionally a screenshot from a video game or two and uh if you're a boomer and you don't know what i just said facebook.com search for the b-roll podcast and uh, we have a fan page so it's uh, my favorite joke <laughs> it's fair and we're on tiktok no oh uh, no we're actually i think we're I too mean, old for that i think i think if if you're a zoomer out there and, and, please reach out to us and tell us how we can get on tiktok yeah. look what do we do I'm anthony confused. anthony hopkins makes tiktok videos so oh well but he's never too old. <laughs> are we comparing ourselves to anthony hopkins yes uh, all right <laughs> that bridge has been crossed <laughs> As Chris said, you know, best way you can support us is to give us that that review on iTunes or thumbs up or heart or whatever it is on whatever your podcasting platform of choice is. Uh, but if you want to give a little something extra, uh, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash B underscore roll. Anything that gets cut from the episodes for being just way too off topic or rambling does eventually end up on there as Patreon exclusive <laughs> content. And you can also get episodes early, if that's your thing, with our early bird tier. And of course, all that money just goes right back in the podcast to help it, you know, be better. We just want to say uh, thanks again, everyone that listens. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and just know that you are loved by the hosts and the community of this podcast. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, this movie was not worth the price of subscription. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, bye. 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 <laughs>